This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Right now, though, let's talk about wills, inheritances, touchy subject at the best of times, right? When we're uh, still healthy and going strong, we're reluctant to talk about that moment when we may not be around anymore. Always a difficult discussion. And when a loved one is gone and you're not happy with maybe what was in the will, also a difficult discussion. We've been hearing about this high-profile case uh, that's been in the news the last couple days. Local families surprised to find that the will their parents left behind favored two siblings over the others. And in this particular case, the parents were farmers. They had moved to BC in 1964 from India with the help of their children. They worked hard. Uh, They built a successful farm. The whole family had contributed to their business. But after the passing, the parents had left more than 93% of their more than $9 million estate to just their two sons. The four daughters were left to split the remaining 6.5%. That will was contested in court. BC Supreme Court judge overruled the will. And instead, the sons were each given $1.8 million. The daughters each received $1.8 $1.35 million. We're going to talk more about this. BC estate law is different uh, from the rest of the country. Uh, and we want to find out more because one of the people who was involved in changing our laws is our next guest, Wally Opel, former Attorney General of BC, also an arbitrator and mediator with Belton Law. Uh, Wally, thanks for being back with us. Always good to be with you, Jimmy. This case uh, really kind of rang close for you because it of did. the changes that you brought in. It did, because... Uh, When I was the Attorney General, it was recommended to me by the law reform people and virtually everybody that we should not tinker around with wills, that if someone makes out a will, that is his or her wish as to where the estate should go. And what right does the state, the government, the courts have to uh, interfere with the wishes of the testator? But I know from my personal experience Uh, particularly in this province, we're a multicultural province. There's an inordinate number of Asian people who leave a disproportionate amount of their estate to their sons, and they exclude their daughters. And I just think that's terribly unfair, and uh, I think there has to be more equality between men and women. And uh, so I was quite adamant about it, and we decided that we would retain the right of a person to contest a will where that will was unfairly, affects people unfairly. And that's what happened in this case because there were six siblings Mm -hmm. and uh, each of the daughters got $150,000. Each of the four daughters got $150,000 and the $9 million farm went to the two sons. And the judge, uh, Judge Adair, uh, grappled with this and I thought that she did absolutely the right thing. How do you decide, though, when you wrote the legislation, when you were working on this, how did you determine what constitutes unfairness? That's that's a really good question. Unfairness depends upon the individual circumstances of the case. You still have to start with the starting point, as always. You have to 
you have to uh, adhere to and respect the wishes of the person mm-hmm. who's making out the will. But often, as in this case, it was patently unfair as to what was done because the judge found that the the women, the girls, uh, contributed significantly to the growth of the farm and to the estate. So she did what I thought was the right thing by reapportioning what was done. And, uh, and I think at the end of the day, fairness was achieved. So then if you, lots of people think they're wronged though, Wally, right? Especially when a, a parent dies, lots of people, children think that that's not fair. I didn't get X, Y, Z. Well, but true, how but do you, how do you apply the law to uh, say, you're right, you didn't get? Well, you don't you always win in these cases. It has to depend on the individual circumstances of the case. The facts in this case are pretty flagrant, you know, $150,000 for each of the four women while the son's got the uh, large part of the estate, and the judge saw that. So it doesn't work in every case. I mean, I do some of these cases now as a lawyer, and I also mediate these cases. So there are enough of them around to know that that, that uh, where there is an indication of fairness, the courts will step in. The courts will not do it in all cases. Right. Uh, the uh, courts do respect the wishes of the person who makes the will. But here, uh, I noticed that it's an inordinate amount of people in the Asian communities, particularly in the South. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Asian communities who don't always respect what their daughters have done in accumulating the estate. And that unfairness has to be achieved through the courts, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess I wonder then as well is that when those wills are drawn up, because they clearly take the time to make the will, which a lot a lot of people don't do. Yes. That is there any responsibility on the part of the lawyers or the notaries who handle those wills to say, listen, you're kind of opening yourself up to some challenges That's here. good point. Absolutely. I would think that most estate lawyers who draw up wills will point out to their clients the risks that they take yeah. when on the face of it, the um, disposition of the assets appears to be unfair. And it don't always have to be equal, not at all, but it has to be fair. And you have to, do you have to provide a reasoning? Like, let's say in this particular case, they had said, we know what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. Would yeah. that have made a difference? I think that does make a difference to some extent. But in this case, it was pretty flagrant as to the way the uh, the assets and the estates, estate were divided up. It was clearly unfavorable to the, uh, to the four women. So what rights then does a person have, does a child have in contesting a will? What, what well, kind of factors do you have to take into consideration? Well, I think you have to look at the whole of the circumstances. What did that person contribute? Was that person left out unfairly? Were there irrational reasons for leaving that person out? Was that person deserving of uh, a reapportionment? So those are some of the things that the judges look at and the mediators look at when uh, when we decide these cases. Was, are, are judges willing to do that then? Are they willing to say, yeah, we'll take that money and we'll put it over here? Well, they don't do it in all cases, but the judges are, are careful. But that's what the law is. The, the uh, act uh, and the law preserves the right of uh, those people who are unfairly dealt with to contest the will 
and go to the Supreme Court if necessary. Do you have you ever gotten blowback on this? Because as you said, you know, you instituted this. You you wanted to make sure this happened when you were the Attorney General. You talked very specifically about you know the South Asian community as well. You must get some criticism over that. I did, and uh, but the thing is, you have to do what's right, and you don't always have to do what's ro- what's popular when you're making laws. And and I thought it was the right thing to do, and that's why we did it. And. Would you change anything now? Are there ways to tinker with this? Well, I, I don't think so. I think it's working well. Uh, there's no floodgates open in this case. And uh, as I said that I'm doing these cases as a lawyer, there, Trevor Todd does a lot of these cases. And there's sort of, there are enough of them around, but they don't always succeed. There have to be sufficient grounds. There has to be sufficient evidence to compel a judge to change the terms of a will. Interesting. Okay. And so this is different from other provinces? Yes. In Most provinces way? have decided that that the person who makes out the will, the testator, should have an absolute right to decide what uh, should be done with his or her estate. And, you know, that ignores some of the realities of our society. We're a multicultural community. Our country is multicultural. We have 40% of the people in Vancouver are foreign-born. And many of these people come here with other values. And if their values are inconsistent with with uh, our values of equality and fairness, fairness between the sexes, gender equality, then that has to be looked at. And I think it's unfair if we uh, just ignore that. It's right across the board, though, isn't it? Because, I mean, I've heard of problems with wills and inheritances. It just seems like from every background, no matter what kind of background, it's always a testy subject. You know, look, when I point out the Asian community, I'm just saying that because I'm a member of the Asian community, I'm well familiar with some of the thinking True. that goes on, there's always been an uh, unequal treatment between young girls and young boys, and that's gone on, and that shouldn't be tolerated. And it carries on to the making of wills, not in all cases, yeah. but it does in certain cases. I'm not, I'm not painting the whole community with an unfair brush. I'm just saying it's there, and it's something that we need to look at. Is it difficult to contest a will? Uh, well, the onus is on you to... to uh, contest it and you have to show that there was basic unfairness that you didn't have uh, you weren't uh, you weren't cared for uh, in the terms of the will where you should have been and not not all cases succeed but there has to be some pretty compelling evidence before a judge will interfere and would you say a lot of these go to arbitration yes yeah well I mean most they cases don't all are go going to, court. to mediation and arbitration now anyway because it's far too expensive to uh, to go into a courtroom. And, uh, I mean, this case lasted 15 days in a courtroom, so it's expensive. And it's also unusual, then, for it to yes, go that far yes, to the yes, court. Yes, Even though the two brothers, I understand, in this case, did agree that their sisters had done quite a bit of the work on the yeah, farm. Yeah, my understanding is that they didn't agree upon the, the proportion that ought right. to be given to their, uh, to their sisters. And so that caused the matter to go to court. I guess the advice then, Wally, for any parents out there who are making their will is be as fair as you absolutely possibly can. Absolutely. You don't want to uh, cause trouble later in life right, after you're absolutely. gone. Absolutely. You know, I mean, there's you, you got to set aside some of the grudges and the emotional uh, dislikes you may have a particular child, and you have to look at this don't logically. Show, don't play favorites. Most of all, you need to get sound legal advice. Yeah, that's good advice. And don't play favorites because, right. you know, we, that could be a whole other segment about right. parents playing favorites. Right. Right. Don't do that in exactly. the will. Exactly, yeah, good. Good advice. Wally, good. thank you for that. Always good to be with you.